Hi there, and welcome to the Think Bigger series from SRG, a series of transformational conversation around workplace, people growth, and industry. I'm Jacob, and after graduating in business, I fell into recruitment like so many. Since then, I've specialised in the STEM industry, and I have a real passion for ensuring that resourcing is truly seen as a business solution. Throughout this series, I'll be joined by my colleague Philippa Clark, a long-standing member of the SRG family. Together, we'll discuss various conversations and also invite industry professionals to get their insights, tricks and tips to support with resourcing and overall organisational culture. The aim of this series is to enable you to take ownership of your career and personal growth. We hope to give you some quick takeaways to improve not only your own growth, but that of your team, and as mentioned, your team's culture. So, hi there, welcome to SRG's first podcast in a series that for us is really going to focus on resourcing and people um, within within business naturally given the fact that we're a, a resourcing consultancy i've got today with me on our first podcast philippa clark um, hi. Gonna, today, hi philippa so um, we're going to talk about growth mindset and that's going to be the topic of our first conversation but i think it'd be good kind of philippa to first touch upon especially given the fact that you'll be joining me on the majority of these podcasts um why why we want to do it and, and what we want to get our, our sort of listeners what we want our listeners to get out of it um so from my perspective you know it's that kind of you know quick i think you described it to me previously as sort of coffee shop conversation um we don't want it to be too laborious a task listening to these podcasts but hopefully it will enable people to to kind of tune in and and listen to them keep it quite casual as well um, and really hopefully take a, a few nuggets of wisdom let's say or pearls of wisdom back to their business and their workforce um, to help them grow is kind of my my objective from this what, what about you Philippa? Yeah I, I totally agree I think it's about having a more relaxed setting where we can talk about different topics that may be impacting people perhaps things that people haven't thought about but they can maybe just take a couple of take-home messages take those back you know to their personal lives to their workplace yeah so we're just really excited to do these and sort of give back to our network yeah I couldn't couldn't have put it better myself so who am I then really quickly so um, work at SRG been in recruitment for a number of years um, but unlike the majority of those at SRG who are scientists I'm not um, I've got a business degree um, gained from both uh, university over in America and, and over here in the in the UK um, father of two and, um, and yeah, live, live, live down in the South of England. So, um, Philip, I'll hand over to you to give your intro and then I'd love you to kind of maybe just roll us into, into growth mindset and, and your definition of that as well. That'd be fantastic. Uh, yeah, sure. So yeah, to introduce myself, um, I, I have a science background, studied science university, but quickly realised the lab wasn't for me. Um, but I really wanted to stay in that science community and be able to talk about science um, and support that science industry as much as I could. So I've now worked for SRG, gosh, for 17 years now. So all my career has been um, in STEM recruitment. I'm so passionate about supporting people either getting into STEM or sort of getting further with their STEM careers. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. Um, just sort of moving then, I guess, in today's 
topic was sort of talking about you know growth mindset and I guess just to start off the conversation um I guess for me in terms of you know what is growth mindset you've essentially got two schools of thought really so you've got people that will avoid problems and challenges because they've got that fear of failure um people believe that perhaps intelligence and talent are quite fixed traits that result in success you know we would describe those people as being in quite a fixed mindset whereas you've got a school of people that really embrace problems um and see them as opportunities to learn they view problems as interesting challenges and they're very much in that growth mindset and I think it's about truly believing that new abilities can be grown through practice these are people that love to learn you know they're excited about those opportunities to grow and they're very much operating in that growth mindset and I think what's important to note is that we are absolutely capable of switching from that sort of fixed mindset to a growth mindset so that's kind of how I sort of view it okay so what so like so from your mind then one isn't just born in a fixed mindset or born born in a growth mindset but you can change between the two um your environment can impact on that your kind of own thought process can impact on that is, is that kind of what you're saying yeah definitely um <clears throat> you know and a lot of people can really operate in that fixed mindset. In many senses, sometimes it's easier to operate in that mindset. Mm-hmm. But I think it's about, um, as you say, surrounding yourself with the right people, being in the right environment, the right culture, to think about actually success is beyond just somebody's intelligence and current abilities. It's about opportunities to grow, develop, you know, learning new skills, embracing challenges, and I guess moving away from that sort of fear of failure, which, you know, many of us, you know, are very guilty of falling into. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All I think of when you say fear of failure is my four soon to be five-year-old daughter throwing her homework off the table because she's <laughs> really frustrated because she can't read a word. But I um, I completely, completely get that as probably a number of parents would at the moment. Um, so, like, for me... Um, you know, it's something that growth mindset obviously passionate about. It's here interesting hearing your definition. I guess to kind of bring it to life a little bit for me, it's and I'll use my daughter as an example. You know, she sort of I did a homework with her the other day on um on my lunch break, partner went for a run and, and she's like, Oh, I can't do that, can't do that, dad, can't do that, dad, or daddy, I should say. And um for me it's like adding on the word yeah no you can't Mm. do that yet you know Mm -hmm. and and actually kind of trying to embrace the fact that like the power of yet I think I've heard it be referred to previously but is for me that's kind of like I guess giving that mindset of right I can't do it yet I'm going to embrace the challenge so you know that kind of talks about what you you mentioned there Philip about embracing the challenges and you you can do it you you know you can't do it yet you you will be able to do it so I guess for me to try and give a bit of a living example as to how kind of I utilize growth mindset yeah I try and do it in the workplace but I think definitely trying to do it my children and grow children that are you know, have their intelligence developed rather than being static, I guess. Mm, mm. That's a really good example, actually. Um, I mean, I think 
similar really I mean I can give some examples of growth mindset in the workplace but I think one that really stands out for me is also in my personal life is has been with running um you know when I look back now I absolutely recognize that I was in a real fixed mindset um you know I'd always say you know I'm not good at running everyone else can run but I can't you know I've got asthma I won't make it to the end of the road and I would always use that phrase you're either a runner or you're not a runner. And actually looking back, I was in that fixed mindset. But mm-hmm. I started to, um, you know, worked with my fitness trainer and just talked to a few friends that ran and actually kind of stepped back from the actual task itself and thought about the mindset, which obviously plays a massive part, particularly in physical activity. And I thought about being in the right mindset, how actually every runner has got to start somewhere. And then what I can, I actually then started to get really excited about running because it's something that I'd always talked about. I always came back to running. So the interest was there. It was that fear of failure. And I kind of broke the challenge down. Um, you know, I set myself milestones each week. I created, you know, a, a flexible routine. I mean, it wasn't set in stone, but I got, you know, I got a bit of a routine each week. And then I started to recognize that even just running a short distance was actually an achievement. You know, I didn't get distracted with how fast I was running or hitting a certain pace. I just got out there and I just kept running. And did I always enjoy it? No, but I I definitely understood that effort was part of that journey. And another thing that I re- that I did that really helped me stay in that growth mindset was I follow people on social media who ran and I found that really inspiring and kind of motivated me to want to do even more and actually as a result of that I I, without even realizing I started to motivate people around me you know and friends of mine started Mm. to sort of get into running and that kind of helped me grow and what I also tried to do was recognize if I ever slipped back into that growth mindset but I found the more that I practice the more that I push myself you kind of stay in that growth mindset um so I started I did 25 miles in the first month and then I gradually built it up and then by the fourth month I'd run 100 miles in a month and if you said said to me a year before that I'd have laughed in your face I can't do that I'm not a runner so I've never regretted it and actually as a result of doing that it, it just gives you that confidence to go and apply that growth mindset to other parts of your life so for me that's a really standout example and something I'm just so proud of love that absolutely love that you should be proud as well um, (laughs) you absolutely should be I feel really really unhealthy now because both (laughs) you and my partner (laughs) are great are great runners um she joined a a sort of these virtual running clubs um, in lockdown did it for sort of mental health never ran in her life before um but the running club that she's a part of is is all about kind of, you know, embrace the challenge, you know, mm-hmm. like kind of see see the effort. They have like these these medals that you can you can win on achieving certain things, which is just great. And um, you know, great higher level of achievement now achieved for her. And she's running 10k three times a week. Um, and that's somebody who'd never run before. So like but not only are you both making me feel super unfit, uh, <laughs> but no, super proud of it. And you both should be um, super proud of, of, of what you've, what you've achieved. I, um, the other takeaway I got from that is the fact that we're both asthmatic and um, hopefully we won't ruin the co- podcast by us both kind of wheezing or coughing down, <laughs> down, down the mic. <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. Now, I, I think hopefully that kind of example of kind of, you know, the growth mindset and you're running and for me with with my children um enabling that kind of 
growth mindset culture for for people will hopefully enable them to harness it themselves and mm. i guess like when you then when you then relate that to work i guess i i, I read a lot a lady called susan david who who wrote a book about um well number and a ted talk on emotional agility is the one that kind of stands out for me and mm. i think mm. there's a huge link between um growth and fixed mindset and, and emotional agility and I'll, I'll give you an example or to quote her I, I guess is that you know is is the choice of words that you use and I mm-hmm. guess the psychology behind that and the, and the mindset that you're putting yourself in so um what could I use angry right angry is a, a great kind of emotion that could probably be detrimental to both personal and, and, and professional life if, if it's used in the wrong way right so um I am angry. So that sentence is really powerful. I am angry. And it kind of means that anger is all encompassing. And and what Susan David talks about is I am currently feeling angry. Mm. That is my current feeling. It, it, you kind of separate yourself from that emotion and in doing so become more emotional, agile. Or certainly that's the way I understand it. She'd probably articulate it a lot better than I would. But I think that's the same. Like when you then look at what you are doing in anything, like I am not a runner. You're never going to be a runner. You're mm. never going to achieve what you've achieved in, in, in your personal running. But by saying, you know, right, I'm currently not a runner. Yeah. That changes the yeah. power of that sentence so much, doesn't it? Mm, absolutely. And I think it, you, 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 if you get into that growth mindset, you don't hold yourself back. You actually embrace the opportunity and you embrace you know, what I could actually achieve. And then you can start to go on that journey. And I think no matter what the milestones are, whether they're huge, whether they're small, you know, it's still a milestone and and it's celebrating Mm. that effort and the fact that people are putting that effort and they're trying. Um, You know, I think that's what it's all about. Yeah, like completely agree. And if you relate it to work, so, you know, I don't just want to talk about recruitment because I think like resourcing and recruitment, you know, it, people are such a commodity and such a solution for businesses mm. so mm. if you look at it from like okay right I'm, uh, I'm I'm not I don't know I'm not the best salesperson okay right I'm currently not great at sales and I think the difference in those use of languages like you're saying is right I'm not a good salesperson you're not embracing the challenges you're letting those challenges prevent you from from being successful yeah. you're you're letting kind of criticism you know, you're not taking feedback. You're just looking at the criticism that you may have had before and, and not embracing it. You know, there's no effort. Whereas if you say, okay, I'm currently not a great salesperson, you're opening it up to be like, right, how can I be better? How can I embrace those challenges? How can I take the criticism and move forward and achieve those levels of, well, yeah, I guess as a result, achieve higher levels of achievement. Um, been in recruitment for nine years. And in my first six months of recruitment, I was saying this story a moment ago and I was interviewing. Um, but those of you who worked, who may listen, who, who knew me right back at the start of my recruitment career, first six months were a nightmare, right? Absolute nightmare. <laughs> and I would say it was my manager at the time really kind of created a very micromanagement environment, very, very fixed mindset that I was in. I couldn't get out of it. And whilst my sales were going well, I wasn't feeling anything, right? I just couldn't, couldn't really put the two together. And the director at the time, a chap called Charlie, sort of said to me right come work under me and and that, without me realizing kind of what growth or fixed mindset were at the time he really promoted that kind of 
well, he did. He promoted a, a growth mindset culture. Mm. And I was kind of given the freedom to to do that. And um, I was successful. And I, and I left that business at the time very successful. And um, it enabled me to achieve things both personally and, and professionally. So I embraced those challenges. I recognized what I'd been doing wrong and, and learned from it. So um, mm. I can really see how that's impacted impacted me for sure absolutely and i hope that like you know in using those kind of terminologies now with my team and my children that, that they'll naturally kind of evolve into that more growth mindset way of thinking yeah definitely and i think <clears throat> just touching on that i think it's so important you know when we think when you know talking about the workplace obviously jobs are, are one of our biggest parts of our lives i think with this growth mindset i think certainly as leaders within businesses um, you know myself included and um, what I've tried to do with my sort of guys because I think growth mindset is about operating in, in the right culture the right environment sort of to bring that out so I've tried to certainly with my management style is kind of create um, you know quite a transparent and open culture you know a, a place where people can actually challenge the norm you know make suggestions and I think it's about embracing failures um you know as a team as an organization so you don't have that fear of failure environment because I think that's what kind of anchors people down um and it's looking at failures as opportunities you know we can develop from these we can reflect on them we can analyze um you know, we do a lot of that SRG and I think it's important to embrace those failures, but then look at the look at them as opportunities to improve, also to do things differently. Mm -hmm. And I think definitely as a leader, one of the key things for me is being open and honest about your own failures. You know, what have you failed at and how did you how did you deal with it because I think if you do that people will naturally feel at more ease to come to you and share their failures and it just it feeds back into that really open yeah transparent culture I think that is so critical for growth mindset people need to feel they're in a trusted environment that they can talk openly um yeah and it's just creating that culture that people can develop they can grow and it's not just because of their intelligent or set abilities it's actually for me, it's about how motivated and how willing somebody is to put in the hard work. Mm -hmm. you know, for me, that's critical. And as I was sort of say, um, saying earlier, it's about celebrating those milestones, however small they may be. And I think as leaders or, you know, or as colleagues or as friends, whatever format, I think if you can create that culture, I think as a result, people will start to learn the skill of learning. It's almost you know we've because sometimes we get we get out of habit of learning and actually that can then help them naturally stay in that growth mindset um you know hopefully I love that I love that yeah learn yeah. the skill of learning <laughs> yeah definitely that's, that's really I, I, I like that a lot I think that's really cool and um something that people forget right we, we're not in a learning mindset all the time are we we go to school you go to, may go to university whatever and, and then you kind of go into the world but yeah I think we forget like we might we might want to learn every day but are we open to it so kind of like being open to it or creating the, the environment to be open to it's really important um i think before we kind of move on to kind of those nuggets or takeaways you touched upon some of the things that maybe maybe you do you, you talk about um, what you've done in your team and 
there's probably a few things that that I've that I that I've done as well. Um, and we'll talk about those in a moment. But for me, something that you said a moment ago just kind of triggered something in me is that I, I don't think potential necessarily is anything. You know, I don't think potential exists. You know, there's so many times I've been there. Oh yeah, they've got great potential. Well, what what does that actually mean? It's I don't think mm-hmm. that's what we're saying, are we? We're saying they are demonstrating the right mindset to be successful. Yeah, you know, they've got great. <laughs> they haven't got a fixed mindset. They've got a they've got a good growth mindset and maybe we wrap that up in saying oh they've got great potential but I think Mm. it could be misidentified sometimes Mm. as people see oh look they've got they've got really good skills or they've got great but if they could have the best CV or best profile best experience in the world but if they're currently operating on sort of that fixed mindset or moving to an organization with a fixed mindset it's never gonna never gonna work and I think tying on to that maybe it's time to to drop the drop the c word um covid um panic um i think i think you know now more than ever right we've had to as 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 managers as leaders in the business we've had to try and support that mindset than we've ever had to support it before in a much harder environment right a remote environment yeah um where people are probably feeling mentally drained um exhausted frustrated so um some pearls of wisdom from you then philippa what have what have you been doing or what what can our listeners take away with regards to kind of encouraging that that growth mindset in their in their teams I mean, you know, not to sort of overload people, but I think a few things um, for me, I think it's about realising that growth mindset is really individual and personal. Um, And I think it's so important to work and surround yourself with people that, you know, embrace challenges and do operate in that growth mindset. Because, you know, if you're surrounding yourself with that mindset, you know, naturally that will inspire and motivate you as well. Um, I think it's, you know, asking for feedback, seeking out challenges whether they be in work you know whether they be in your personal life and you know talking about self-love I think it's acknowledging and embracing your imperfections you know a bit of self-love um I think goes a long way with the growth mindset and I think for me as well it's about thinking about the process over the end result so what's that journey that you go on Mm. and then celebrating those you know whether they be tiny gains or big gains and then I think the final thing for me, which I often say to my guys, it's about being realistic. And, you know, sometimes not yet is okay. It's a, you know, it is a journey, go on that journey. um, And like I say, be proud of what you achieve along the way. So they would be my sort of take home tips, if you will. Love it. I I was thinking whilst you were talking then, like, what, what can I add? What can I talk about? And I I don't think there is anything. I think you you summarised that really well. Um, I don't want to overload people at all. So, you know, embrace the, embrace the challenges. Self-love, absolutely something that we probably don't do enough of. um, And and we need to not yet is, is okay. I think that that's what resonated with me then when, when you were speaking. And I think it's down to us as, as businesses to identify those that are in that fixed mindset and be fair to them to say, right, you know, how can I support you on on moving towards a more growth mindset? How can you achieve what you want to achieve? And, and if they don't, then 
then are they you know are they in the right role are they are they getting the satisfaction they need are they i guess getting the right challenges for them that, that's going to motivate them or or not and i think it's down to us as employers and as individuals to have those honest conversations those people conversations in business and um for those that are and then and then provide the environment for those that have got the growth mindset to to really allow it to flow and since joining srg that's that's what i've had you know kelly always says so kelly our, our ceo here as you know philippa but what's her what's her phrase you've been here 17 years you'll know it better than me but uh better to ask forgiveness than to ask permission have yes. I, oh, I think i've captured that right haven't i <laughs> one of her many phrases but yes one of her one of her many but i think that for me in kelly's roundabout way is probably her way of saying do it embrace the challenges go for it if you mess up hey it's all right um rather than constantly going oh should i or shouldn't i yeah um great well thank you for talking through that um anything you want to add at all no, I, th- I think I think we've sort of covered all the key points and, and hopefully this has given people sort of food for thought. Uh, you know, it's a really interesting topic and I think it's just one that we should talk about more openly more often. So hopefully that gives people a few things to think about. And um, yeah, I look sort of forward to sort of doing the next podcast. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think you're right. It'll it'll come up in others, won't it? You know, if we're talking about managing up and that sort yeah. of virtual management, both from which is one of our one of our topics coming up, both about sort of as managers, how do you manage virtually, but also encouraging those to manage up. I think mm. growth mindset will feature there. It will probably feature throughout the series, both through our conversations or conversations with some of the, the experts in industry. So, um, no, lovely. Well, we got through our first one, Philippa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pleasure. And hopefully those listening have managed to get something out of it. No, it's been great. I've really enjoyed it. And yeah, definitely looking forward to the next one. Thanks, Jacob. Cheers, Philippa. Thank you.